Welcome to Cork Credit Union's uh, podcast. I'm Gary Hannon from Douglas Credit Union, putting unity back into community. So welcome to the latest uh, podcast for Cork Credit Union. I'm delighted to be joined by our newest brand ambassador for Cork Credit Union's. Um, most people will know where now at this stage and will definitely know the name Denise O'Sullivan over the coming weeks. Played for Ireland for 12 years now, made her debut at 17 against Wales, scoring two goals. Not a bad way to start off your international career. Over 100 caps to date, current captain with North Carolina Courage. Um, it's safe to say a superstar from the Irish team. I suppose, Denise, if you could I suppose, start off by giving us an overview of, of your career today, how you got to where you were, because it hasn't been, I suppose, it hasn't been an, an easy road. It's been ups and downs, and it hasn't just been this overnight success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely hasn't been smooth sailing, that's for sure. But um, how I got into football was back in Cork, Knocknahini, the younger days where I just used to play street football with my brothers. Um, three or four of my brothers used to play growing up, and John Paul played for the national team a few times. So I looked up to him, and he was a huge influence on me starting football and um yeah six seven years old I joined the boys team back then there wasn't many girls teams around us at the time and five minutes over the road it was a boys team so I joined New Farm Athletic and played with them up until I was 12 years old Um that's the rule that came in when you were 12 you had to move to a girls team so then I went on to join Wilton United and uh, for there from there I played with the Cork women's team in the national league and then I finally uh, made a jump over to Glasgow at 18 years old, where I signed my first um, semi-professional contract and uh, stayed there for three years. And then I went to the USA to join the Houston Dash. And I'm currently with the North Carolina Courage for the past six years. So it's been um, a long yeah. career so far, but it's been a hell of a journey and it's it's been a good one. And you're still only 29, so it's long, uh, a long way to go as well. Um, I hope so. How did you find the transition going? Like, as some people may know, like you come from a big family um, up up in the north side there in in Knocknahini, and going from that nice, safe environment, and you're going off to Glasgow. How did you find that? Was it? It was awful, honestly. <laughs> it was. Yeah, I think um, I was in contact with Glasgow for a long time before I actually signed the contract. Um, they actually used the coach Eddie Wallachley Black at the time used to call my house um, trying to speak to me and I used to tell my mum and dad to tell them I'm not here because I was too nervous and I, I didn't want to make the move yet and then there was just one day where I got the urge and said look I'm, I'm going to do it and um, finally did it but it was it was scary and it was intimidating obviously coming from a big family um, always felt safe always felt protected um, mom and dad kind of done everything for me, had dinners on the table after training, didn't have to do much. So going over there, I had to be mature very quickly and become independent. And um, it was it was a tough move, but it was definitely one I needed to make at the time. And would you give yourself any bit of advice now? If you were to talk to your 18-year-old self now, what would you say? Yeah, I think um, just make the move when it comes. I think those opportunities don't come very often. And um, yeah, I just think work hard every single day and I think there's going to be challenges along the way in this journey to becoming a professional footballer and I definitely face many challenges so um, I just keep believing in yourself and when those challenges come just face them head on and yeah put in the work. And obviously, obviously it's paid off, paid off for you. So far. 
Sí, no, 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 no. As I said, as I said it's a long career, eh? there's no, you won't be hanging up your boots anytime soon. Um, community is very important. I suppose it's very important to credit unions in, in, in general. And this week, I suppose, highlighted the importance of community to you. And I, everyone, it, 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 it's well documented now what the, the residents of Penachmini, up, up outside your man's house, did for you during the week. It was phenomenal to see how, like, I, I can imagine, I, I can't actually imagine, sorry, how was it like for you going up there? You knew there was something going on, but you didn't know it was going to be to the level that it was. How did it feel? It was, it was phenomenal. It was very special, honestly. Um, they knew weeks ago I was coming home and I knew kind of that they had something planned, but wow, what they done was absolutely amazing. And the amount of people that came out, uh, the whole community came out that night, hundreds and um, it just shows what the sport can do to bring bring people together and have that excitement up there it was it was so good to see and yeah when I when I first was going away people were saying don't forget where you came from and the people they'll look after you you know your own will always look after you and the other night that that was a prime example of that yeah there's never any fear in it at all and they'll, they'll be the first people to bring it back down to earth it's the same with family exactly. you know it doesn't matter who you are what you've done in life they'll, you know it, it, and it was great to see it and it was seeing all the young girls coming up to you and getting autographs and everything yeah, else was fantastic. I was, I was just saying, like, when I was a young girl like them, that's that pitch that I was in that field in my estate, that's where I used to play football. Like, that's where I grew up learning the game. And then I was sitting there the other night in front of hundreds of young girls and boys with jerseys on and signing autographs. It was it was very surreal, but it was uh, it was amazing to see. And it just shows that where I come from always wasn't the best place growing up and people gave it a bad name but um if you believe in yourself then you can come out and do you can do good things and it was just good to see those young girls there uh, looking at me it gives them a chance to to believe in themselves as well and how does it feel being like going back to being like you are whether you like it or not you're, you're a role model now for all these young girls and young boys who are going to see you on the tv um, and we'll see a lot of you now in the next few weeks. And it, I saw it in action myself when we did the, the photo shoot last Monday with Cork and when we were doing the launch and we had the three girls up from the, the academy. And they didn't realise what they were coming up for. They, was, they just thought they were going to take a few photos. They didn't know you were going to be there. And I don't know if you really saw it, but their reaction to you was phenomenal. They came up to me after, where can we get those photos? When can we get them? And they were so excited. And I just thought that was brilliant. Um, and it is fantastic to see how how do you feel being a role model for these kids now looking up to you? It's great, yeah. I mean, back when I was their age, I didn't have any women role models back then. I, I used to look up to Roy Keane and that was kind of, I had no, um, yeah, women to look up to. And for them to be able to look up to me now and also the other girls on this team, it's it's very special. And um, yeah, they, they have it now. They have the visibility. They have role models to look up to so it's um it's pretty special for me to to be able to see that and the excitement brilliant. that was on your faces as well yeah i know it was brilliant to be there to witness it in person like wow like you know it it, it was fantastic to see because it's something i would have grown up with say from a, a ga point of view like you know and we wouldn't have the club that's where i am we didn't have too many no we, we do know too many lads who played senior hurling football mm -hmm. for cork so when that came along it had a massive effect on you as as a young person like you know and it keeps you in the game it keeps you interested in everything else and then like we should see a bounce i suppose in the, in the coming years 
of girls not just playing football like other sports and I suppose it's a matter then encouraging them in the sport and keeping them in the sport and if say now when you that's the biggest drop off we'd say from and this is this has been highlighted in many studies girls have a big drop off when it comes to when they're teenagers they just seem mm-hmm. to seems their, their participation is to fall off a cliff is there anything there you could see that we could be doing that would change that or encourage them to stay playing well, I mean, the football in Ireland is is after getting really big now, and I can see it over there with the the girls in sport. There's a lot more academies in Ireland that are that are starting up for young girls. A lot more football teams there as well. So, um, as long as they're coming through the ranks, I came through the ranks of those academies, the Gainer Cups, and I think if young girls are still doing that, that's a great advantage. I think your development going through those academies is huge. There's some fantastic coaches there. Um, that will really make you better. So as long as they're going through the ranks, I think that will that will help them massively. You know. Yeah, the facilities are definitely improving, and I, I, last year was highly. I met just happened to meet Danielle Burke this morning. You know, I know you know Danielle. Oh, you meet her? Yeah, yeah, she was up here actually uh, yesterday. Yeah, I saw her. I was talking to her. She, <laughs> she said it was brilliant, and I was. But I was kind of talked to her. She, they're going up. They're playing up north um, mm-hmm. on the, the tomorrow tomorrow evening, and. She was going training this morning and then they were getting the bus up the ceiling, stay, staying overnight. And in my head was like, that wouldn't have happened five years ago. You would be lucky to get the bus up. Never mind paying for the accommodation and everything else that goes into that. That just shows how far things have come uh, and the money is being put behind women's football. Um, and it was great just to even hear that this morning. She was excited about going up there and everything else. And it, it just shows. And again, you obviously started off with, with Cork City back in the day when the league first started. And the league has changed a lot in that time. It keeps improving no, slowly, yeah. but it is getting there in time. In 10 years' time, again, we'll be, we'll be further along. Um, and I know you follow the league closely. Um, and we've there's a couple of obviously players in the squad. Uh, Anya Gorman, obviously, being the, the most high profile mm-hmm. from the League of Ireland. How do you think the league has improved since your time way back in was it 2012? Yeah, 2012, massively. Yeah, I mean, as you said there, um, getting buses the night before games and stuff that wouldn't happen back then for me. Um, I used to have to get rides up there from other parents. Other parents used to have to share, you know, one weekend one parent goes, the other weekend the other parent goes. So it was very tough and had to get her. I remember getting her own Airbnbs as well back then. So things have massively changed. You now teams are going up the night before. They have transport all together as a team. They're eating team meals together. So that's um absolutely huge and. Obviously, just starting this year, they brought in professional contracts for the girls, which is absolutely massive because they're going out to work part-time jobs. They're going training. Um, some of them may have kids, Anya, for example. Yeah. Um, so it has changed massively. And, and even the visibility now on TV, there's games on TV and the number of games have went up each year since 2020. Um, and then as well for the likes of me that's over in America, I can go online and get live games on there you know and that the amount of games have also went up um so yeah it's massively grown but i think we still need definitely a lot more investment the next few years and a lot more back in as well um to keep improving the league and it's important to keep those girls try and keep those girls in the league and bringing that professional uh contract into place has been massive yeah i know I mean, we see it now with the i suppose the fruits of the labor of the academies that come through you can see the young girls even coming through with cork city there they played their those last couple of games in, in, in that Ireland Cup and they are flying it like they can see the quality really is and it's 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 great to see the younger girls coming through. 
and then you and then obviously as you say it's trying to keep them in the league and not 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 going abroad and it's been proved in the men's side of it keeping lads here for that little bit longer yeah they might go along go to england again at some stage but keeping them here for that couple of years is beneficial to them not just the league um it's been great to see Definitely. going back to the players you mentioned on you have Orman there uh, mm-hmm. a while ago and I, I was just looking at the squad and i was looking at kind of i suppose the age profile in the squad and there's a good mix of youth and would say more experienced players i would say that for one obviously probably wouldn't like that's it. a better word yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> there's a fantastic mix and if you look like on your obviously look and she gets it her son i think will turn one during the world cup her commitment to the game has been fantastic and i'd say she's a fantastic person to have around the squad and mm-hmm. then you have the likes of louise quinn who i'm a massive fan of i just think she's the kind of person she'd run to a brick wall yeah. for you yeah. and at the same time, say, are you, are you okay there? Like, you know, after her knocking you over. Um, and then you've like, me, Fahey, who just signed another contract with Liverpool at 35 in the men's game would be unheard of. And even in the men's and the girls' game, because so, it is a young person's game now. The fact that she signed that contract is testament to her and what she's done. And she's done, obviously, she's uh, captain and then she's captain for Liverpool. Is, so, yeah, like, she's, she's, she's highly regarded she's there. And then, you, and then you have the likes of yourself, over 100 caps again, integral part of the, the team. Along with your 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 buddy Katie McCabe, and um, mm-hmm. I suppose the two of you are the I suppose the, the the stars of the team as such. You might I don't know if you like me people saying that you know, but yeah, like you're the kind of the game changers. People who who people look to I suppose to in games in the big games, and then you have stories like Amber Barrett, her story. Like I'm, so, I'm sure she was nervous coming into this week before the squad was named and seeing her get those two goals after what's been a, a very tough year for her for injuries and form and everything else to get those goals was a massive relief and then obviously getting named in the squad and i'd say it was like mm-hmm. a weight lifted off her shoulder and then yeah, you're the yeah. opposite side of it someone like abby larkin only 18, 18 going, to her, going yeah. to her first world cup it's just there's a great mix there um yeah. How do you think it'll work, it works together? Because I saw I watched Ian the off the ball, the road the, the road shoulder tonight. And something that was obvious to me from outside looking in was how relaxed everyone was, and you're really enjoying the moment. That was the first night everyone was relaxed. <laughs> the past two weeks, <laughs> yeah, obviously I've been with club um the past two weeks, and the girls have been in there and camping. Yeah, I came in and obviously there's, I think the past two weeks, there was a lot of pressure on. I think there was uh, tense moments in camps because players are fighting for spots. So playing in yeah. that Zambia game was a lot of pressure for some of the girls. And um, yeah, just being at that event the other night, you can see, you could see the team and I could feel uh, players are just, they had a weight off their shoulders. Sigh of relief, I think that the 23, um, the squad was named. So that was, that was great to see. But Obviously, there was players left out as well, and yeah, I think that was it was an emotional few days for the girls, and uh, to see three three players just on the training squad, it was very hard to take. And but um, we all know they've been on this, you know, they've been on this journey with us the whole qualifying campaign, and they'll be with us the whole way. But yeah, we have to think of them as well, you know. Yeah, no, definitely, and it it, it is tough, and uh, you know, and I've seen some of the girls come out since, and their responses to not making the initial 23 i think has been very mature and very yeah jamie finn one in particular Jamie, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that and, great and you're kind of like well that's so it says a lot it says a lot about the person it says a lot about i suppose the team and the squad that, that have been going through the qualifying campaign 
um, there's no animosity there. There's no bitterness. It's like no, definitely anything. not. I think that's how the squad is. You know, Gary. Like, obviously, it's very hard, but that's football, and that's that's the level we're at. And you just have to take it when it comes. You know, but yeah, just seeing Jamie's maturity the other night was absolutely fantastic. And look, they're still she's. You're just a break up a small you're breaking up yeah you? i know you're back there no you're back <laughs> you just froze yeah sorry you froze <laughs> no you're good keep going anyway you probably uh, yeah, so, yeah, you were saying about jamie finn there like she, as you were saying mm -hmm. her here tonight and you can be guaranteed if the opportunity rises an injury or, or whatever it is that she'd be fighting exactly. the to get going and like anyway, that's the great thing I suppose having a good squad you know that there's a player coming in just as good as the person that comes out yeah um, and it's not just about 11 players at the pitch you need you need a good squad there because things will happen um it's just mm -hmm. as you said it's the nature of the game um and it's great it, I, I I just when I saw it I was like I was I was just impressed by it and it was just yeah it, it just says a lot yeah there was a lot of talk about it it was great to see uh, I actually saw a funny photo during the week. Well, you know, it was it was the way it was put together. It was actually yourself and Katie. It was the ten years? Of, I think it was ten years apart. Ten years apart, Matt, yeah. Yeah, it was because you were you were tight, you just you were two kids um, in the last photo, and you're also yeah. And then I suppose the contrast between you all qualifying that photo together, like it was just how important does it have? I suppose you're experiencing moments like that the ups and the downs with someone like katie you know you have someone there she's gone through it with you as well she's gone through the bad times but now she's going through something the good times yeah. With you, huh? yeah it was phenomenal to see that photo actually um 10 years ago yeah we were teammates and we were playing in the elite phase of the qualification and we were we were so close and we just missed out in that game i think it was against sweden and you could see the devastation on our faces but um, yeah, me and Katie have been been through a lot together. Um, she's one of my good friends here, and um, now to be going to a World Cup with her ten years later is just is phenomenal, and to be able to be on this journey with her is great. Yes, you part of the coffee club. I read something about a coffee club during the week. Yes, I am part of that coffee club. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, no, I was like, I'm a big fan of Katie myself. I'd be being an Arsenal fan, I, I, I'd, I'd have to be. Um, but it's great to see two. Like, I think now this is again from the outside looking in and reading things and everything else. Ireland are kind of going in a small bit under the radar. People probably don't read our chances, maybe of necessarily getting out of the group. And then you have to think back to the men's when, when they did quality, it was the same thing. Uh, and always, we've always exceeded expectations. And if I look back to the team in 1990, that was a savage Irish mm. team. The players they had it to their disposal, um, and they probably underachieved in a way because they were just as capable right. to beat anyone. And it's probably something similar with yourselves because you've proven, proved your, your two games against against the US. You're not an easy team to play against. I'd say a very frustrating team to play against. Um, yeah, I mean, don't... we're always the underdogs. That's just the Irish people expect us to be at the underdogs and that's good for us. We we love that going into big games um, because we know we don't fear anyone. And um, You've seen it in the last campaign that we can upset big teams. So um, we're definitely going in with confidence and no fear, but we all have to be realistic that we're playing uh, the host country, we're playing the Olympic champions and we're also playing the best team in Africa. So um, we're, we have a really tough group, but 
think this team has matured a lot and we've grown a lot and um, I think we're definitely ready for this tournament. Yeah, as you said, Jackie, and, and yeah, it is a different group. Not an easy about it at all. Um, I, I know I mentioned this to you before, and I was surprised at your answer because in my head, if I was you, I'd be a nervous wreck. But you, <laughs> will you be able to enjoy these games, especially the first game against Australia? Eighty thousand, eighty-two and a half thousand people sold out stadium, which is just phenomenal. Oh, enjoy it a hundred percent! I can't wait. Yeah, I'm so excited. There's no nerves there. I'm sure. I mean, for every game I play for my country, I'm nervous, and that's just normal. I think that should be everyone I have, but it's an excitement, um, butterfly feeling, you know, every single game. And um, but these are the types of games that I want to be playing in. I don't want to be playing in a stadium with twenty thousand people there. I want to be playing in front of eighty-two thousand. That's just the way it is. And um, we have players in this team who are experienced and uh, who can handle those pressurizing moments and also help the younger players as well get through it. So. I'm definitely very excited and I'm sure the girls are too. And how would you, you know, say to the younger players in the squad, you, you can see that the, the nerves might be getting into a little bit before the game or something like that. How did you, as a matter of putting your hands around them and saying, look, you know, try your, I, I, how, how do you talk to them? Yeah, definitely. They're, they're definitely, we have a few younger girls and they're definitely going to be nervous. It's just natural. Um, 82,000 is intimidating to play in front of. You can't hear each other and um, it'll be hard to communicate so yeah as you said just before the before the game just put your hand around them and have a chat with them and just tell them to do their best and that in any tough situation some player will have your back so that, that'll be the message before the game and have you set goals for the world cup or is it a matter of take it game by game definitely get out of the group um for sure i think we're well capable of that and i think that's one goal for us as a team but um yeah, other than that, just enjoy the tournament. It's my first time being in a, a major a major tournament and with a group like this, it's going to be very special. So um, definitely the aim is to get out of the group, but then we'll see. Yeah, no fingers crossed. I, I actually, I'm nervous for you, but that's just watching. <laughs> and you know you're saying you're watching your team, your favourite. Yeah, it's more nerve-wracking. No. Yeah, it, it is, it is nerve-wracking. And God help you if you get to a, a penalty shootout. Um, oh. I, I can imagine your poor I know this is a horrible question to ask and as I said earlier you've, you've many years still ahead of you before you hang up your boots and just talking to you and you come across as a very determined person and whatever you do in life you'll go 110% to it and you'll always make, try and make it a success have you plans or have you aspirations for what you life might look like after football not really, to be quite honest with you. Um, I know I want to stay in the sport, and that, that's really all I know. I definitely want to be involved because I love the game so much. Um, love working with kids as well. So I definitely want to go down that route, but um, been doing my coaching courses and whatever. So we'll see um, about that, but I definitely want to stay in the game. Yeah, no, I, I think that's important for, especially you now, as you know, going to the World Cup is, is, is keeping players like yourself We'll say on your Gorman, me if I if, when it comes to that retirement, not putting you in the same bracket as them. I noticed you're a few, you're a few years younger, <laughs> but you know, I've a long time before them, no, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying in terms of yeah, it's important. Yeah. Like, why, why not use the play the players who kids have looked up to and use what they've learned over the years to 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 your advantage? You know, I think it's it, I think it's, it's vitally important. Um, definitely is vitally important. And there's something actually we're going to go back to, and you mentioned it earlier, and I actually had it written down here. 
as, as something I want to talk to you about because it comes up. Uh, it came up a lot with the likes of John Giles and Amy Dunphy were on TV. And you mentioned an earlier told street football. How has that stood to you? Because I know I remember myself growing up and we had this, a square in, in our estate, and that's where we would call it the square, it was concrete, and that's where we were playing football. And obviously, you'd have bumps and grazes and, you know, mm-hmm. people. But it kind of, how did that influence you? Because in my, in my head, it's, it toughens you up. Definitely, definitely toughen me up for sure. I think also gave me that competitive edge. I think going up and playing against the boys, they always thought I was going to be crap. And then I just wanted to win all the time. That's all I wanted to do was be better than them. Um, so it definitely gave me that competitive edge, but it also made my technical ability much better, I think. Um, every single day, getting so many touches on the ball and you're also playing against boys who are quicker and stronger than yes, you had to do everything at a quicker pace um, and you had to be more physical as well. So I think that's probably the most important thing. Yeah, I know, because it was obviously interesting. They always mentioned it, and I just had it written down because I was listening to John Giles about something the other night, and uh, then you mentioned it at the start, so I was going to, funny you mentioned it, because I, I just think it is, it was great. I, I have so many happy memories from growing up. I've been out there, you know, you'd be out there morning, noon, and night, and mm-hmm. I just, I just, you just don't see it anymore, I suppose. I know, um, it's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame. It, yeah. it, it is a shame. Um, I suppose I won't keep it too much longer, just a, a couple of other questions. Mm-hmm. I suppose, obviously, you're, you signed up as an ambassador for Cork Credit Unions. So what was your memories? Are you not many memories of Credit Union as a child? Yeah, I mean, my mum and dad definitely had um, accounts to Credit Union. I remember actually going down to the Grand Arbor one with my mum, and then they, they signed me up when I was about 11 years old. Um, and making money for my communion confirmation, they were the main things that I would kind of put in there. And then any pocket is, money, I would there. <laughs> definitely not there. I think my mom and dad must have took it. I'd say. <laughs> um, back then, obviously, didn't get much pocket money, but I put five, ten euro in. Um, yeah. A couple of times a month, you know, back then. So um, they're probably the earliest memories I've had. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's I think my simple. whole family honestly had a credit union account at the time. Yeah. I know. I think yeah. I, I think everyone has those kind of members, the communion money and the confirmation money, and those. Yeah, and then you kind of forget about it, and then, oh yeah, if that money, my like communion money is still there. Um, but yeah, I just want to kind of finish up around your your, your family. Um, your family being a massive influence. I know your your late dad was like, I suppose he was like a best friend. He did he did an awful lot for you. And obviously your your mum as well. You can obviously see your, your wonder oh, a big smile on her face and anything falls the things we see, we see of her. And then obviously you've got your is it five brothers and four sisters. Yeah, I'm the youngest of ten. Yeah, youngest of yeah. ten. Like I, I and it's obvious, especially I, I can't think of your sister's name now. She's been on the radio. Like it's like, she, oh like yeah. say she's on I'm sure. Sorry. I think she's on the radio again today. Oh, she. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you, she, she's the she's the best PR you can have. Um, <laughs> but like, how important have they been to you over the years? Like, even since very young to know, because I've seen the video that, that the FAI did for the your hundred caps, and like it was obvious they're so proud of you. Yeah, honestly, they've been massive, massive influence, and I could never repay them back for what they've done for me throughout the years. Um. Obviously, being the youngest of 10, it wasn't always easy for mom and dad financially. And um, I was a pain because I was playing football and you're, you have to pay for memberships. You have to pay, pay for football boots. You have to pay for trips. And 
um, them not having much, they they just tried everything they could to get me to where I wanted. And um, my mom, my dad used to drive me to training. He used to come up the pitch with me, and I used to go running myself. He used to stand there and watch. So, um, yeah, they were they were massive, and they really pushed me and encouraged me to to go on and live my dream. Yeah, because you'd be lost without your family, I suppose, and it's great, great to come yeah. back to them. And at the same time, as well, they'd bring you down to earth very quickly too. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely would. If I was ever too cocky, they'd definitely bring me back down to earth. Yeah, that's, that's a great thing about family. Um, <laughs> I suppose I'll finish up by saying, on behalf of everyone in Cork, when it tunes and everyone in Cork, really, best luck in the World Cup. Um, I uh, will be behind you hundred percent, and really hope you go as far as you can. Uh, and if you could have a, a Ray Hout moment or, or, you know, that would be even better, you know, no, no pressure no, against Australia, like, you know, they're, <laughs> no pressure at all, but look, no, on behalf, and it's, it's an honour for us to have you on, on board as an ambassador, like, this has been a pleasure for me, and I, I, I don't think this, out of all the podcasts, this is the one I was looking forward to do, doing, and I look forward to again talking to you after the World Cup, and hopefully everything has gone well, and we have some happy memories to look back on, and um, so thanks a million, Denise. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. And I'll talk to you soon.